Hey, I'm Amanda Vernon. And I'm Father Matt Face, and this is We Should Pray. The podcast where we discuss how prayer transforms tragedy into comedy. In this episode... We are impeccable. We are right. All the time. About everything. There, there are no mess-ups, no flubs. There are no phone rings in no the No mistakes. We are, in this episode, never wrong. Tragedy, vanity, vanities. We should pray. The title of our episode today is Why No. (laughs) Perfect. It's so perfect. Try it again. (laughs) I was wrong. And why those words were fill in the blank. It's why those words are. Oh man! I was wrong twice. I was wrong. I mean, it's a good thing we're going to like hard cut and start over, right? Is that what we're going to do for this episode? Let's just keep going, and then we can fix it later. All right, that's fine. So I have, which I'm putting to work right now, a lot of experience being wrong, messing up, fumbling. So can you reiterate the title of the episode? <laughs> yeah. I was wrong. And why those words are... Fill in the blank. <sighs> Is there anything you'd like to say about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. So as, as I've proved, um, <laughs> I can mess up at times. And uh, I've learned, I think, fairly well to deal with them. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, yes. With your straw. <laughs> Protect the makeup. <laughs> Cheers! Oh, you have a protein shake. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. Yeah, I was. I was cheering my protein shake. <laughs> guys. Yeah. So. So yeah, one of the many ways that uh, I have to uh, encounter, deal with me being wrong, admit <laughs> that I was wrong, um, is my stumbling of words. But also, uh, as we've perhaps alluded to in other episodes, um, I'm not always prompt in my responses. Oh, yeah. Um, especially, um, well, with all forms of communication, but well, email. I think you're pretty quick with, like, jokes. Oh, in person. Yeah. Different. Right. Yeah, but, like, if there's you're a delay. About- if there's already a delay, I often um, stretch that out perhaps longer than it is polite <laughs> or helpful in certain circumstances. Um so I, I've gotten pretty good if if I do say so myself at uh, admitting I was wrong, <laughs> uh, especially with emails when when, I, when I'm saying like, "Hey, I should have responded to you some time ago," but at uh, at least I'm responding now. Yeah, I actually saw one of those emails that you wrote because I don't know I was copied on it because I was part of the conversation. Makes sense. And I just remember saying to you like, "I'm really impressed by how well." You worded that. A lot of experience. And you were like, actually, <laughs> yeah. I have it down to a formula. Thanks. Is there like, a formula? So it gets to the point where almost every email starts with, sorry, I'm getting back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, there'll be times where I like get into the office and like, I'll send a string of emails to different people and all of them will be like, hey, thanks for your patience. That's, that's the important formula piece. First, you thank them. 
for their patience with you, even if they have displayed none of it. Preempt that, right? Hey, thanks for your understanding. I know you were looking for this a week ago. Um, and then, you know, you can get into it. You can be vague or specific, depending on how, you know, how well the relationship. Thanks for giving me that extra time. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. You're so kind. Thanks. Thanks for your understanding. Uh-huh. Um, I know, you know, everyone says we've been busy, so I don't want to use that as an excuse, which is great because you just have. Also. <laughs> it's a nice little trick. Um, hey, but here you go. You know, whatever else. Thank, and then at the end, thanks again. Uh, no, sorry for the delay, and thanks okay. again for your understanding. So you admit yeah. you did have a you have delay. To, you have to say sorry. I was but, wondering about that. But I've learned, don't lead off with sorry. Don't lead off. <laughs> Something can use it against yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it puts them on the wrong foot, I think. You got to thank them for it. Hey, thanks for your thanks for your. Okay. Because you're wow. acknowledging, right, this. Uh, this is amazing. Wrongdoing. I noticed that. So if if you get an email like that from me, it's genuine though. <laughs> I mean it. I I just am, am well versed. Uh, good honesty. Yeah. I uh, I noticed that when we are giving a talk together, mm-hmm. that you don't mind being the punchline. <laughs> oh, I. Yeah, I really like to be the butt of the joke. That's right. Yeah. And you always come out saying, "Remember, yeah, your hands up." Look, hey, look, look, look. Yeah, in, in my, my defense, defense. <laughs> there it is. Look, in my defense, come on. Uh, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe that's because. One of us had spoken for much more of the time than the other, oh. so I was I was defending myself at that point. But yeah, it suits maybe it you. wasn't that. So I, <laughs> I mean, the situation it suits the situation. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Say more about that, <laughs> and please. And I was wrong. Oh, speaking of people being wrong and making mistakes, hello. <laughs> Pretty sure my phone's shut off. Uh, <laughs> you know how we oh, always... there's a tab. Oh, there's a tab. How uh, we always enact the title of these episodes? Well, we name the titles. That's what happens that's in the episode. That's what episodes. happens in the episode. The writing of it or uh, the performing. Which is the one where you spilled the water beforehand. Oh, we've got good It was bloopers. like bad timing. Yeah, bad timing. We, we were like, okay, we're going to begin filming in three, two, and then you were And then I spilled all the water, water all over <laughs> me. <laughs> Well, that's why I, I said just before this, we started filming. I'm like, I hope the title of this one is Naps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's wrong. I was wrong. So that's that's what I was going for. But yeah, you're so excited to be here. I am. I am excited. <laughs> oh, okay. It's kind of hot right here, though. <laughs> well, it's Phoenix. Oh, well, you know, true. winter doesn't count. So <laughs> I realized that I was wrong. Anybody else need to say anything? Anybody? Okay. Um, what? Namely, in our story, I was wrong. No, I've been wrong like a number of times. <laughs> I think the it's cutting out. What was that? Okay. All right. At many points in our story, I was reading through 
when God wrecks your romance as as I do and um, as we do together when we're mm-hmm. getting ready to have a you know filming session and I I noticed that like when I talked about David like once I was engaged to David mm-hmm. I was so happy to say that I was wrong <laughs> I was wrong about David you know and there there are other points in the book where I I realized i was wrong about just my like perspective on life or especially my perspective on men or at the time like boys when i was like 14 um and you know like i was wrong to think that uh all men only like women for their bodies um and you know i was wrong about david specifically because i said like nobody is that nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, and yet, like, I don't want to be wrong. So I kind of fight it. Mm-hmm. If I like, I'm like, no, I'm sure about this. Even if it's a thing that I don't want to happen. Like, I don't, I don't want it to be true. That what's the phrase? Like, guys are dogs. I don't want that to be true. And yet, when I thought some, you know, when I thought that in in not so many words. I was like hanging on to it, almost trying to prove that I was right, even though I like I was scared even though it'd be, about that. It would be better if it, it was would the be other better. way. Better, yeah, yeah. But I was, don't you think like being wrong is not really popular? It, it's not. It's not popular to be wrong. <laughs> is it just our society is like a human condition that we want to be right? Yeah. Um, well, that I don't know. Um, I I suspect though that. It's just deeply ingrained in us. You will maybe because yeah, need to be right because we want to be right with God. Like it's we're we're mm-hmm. like made to be at peace and one mm-hmm. with Him. Yeah. So yes, yeah, I didn't want to be wrong, um, but I I remember hearing these this this phrase. You know, how I have like this auditory memory. I do know that <laughs> an impeccable auditory memory. <laughs> So I was at this wedding, David, uh, your friend, um, Gary, we were at his wedding mm-hmm. and I recall that the, the sermon beforehand, the, whoever was presiding, he said, I think he was saying specifically to Gary, like, you need to remember these words and say them daily. I was wrong. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> Words cannot describe how wrong I was <laughs> and how right you were. I remember listening to that and being like, David, take note. No, just <laughs> that was advice given to the groom. Given to the groom, yeah. Oh. And then I remember asking Gary later, I'm like, so have you been saying that? He's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I remember it from he your forgot. wedding. He's like, oh, that sounds good. but <laughs> No. No. <laughs> like, maybe it was a joke, but um, I liked it. Uh, <laughs> we should pray. We <laughs> we should pray. What should we pray about? We should pray about our wrongness. Mm. About being able to admit that. Ooh. Embrace that. You mean like in the past or like current wrongness? Ooh, well, is there any current wrongness? Well, maybe I should pray about that to find out. Like, to be like, honest with myself? Yeah. I don't know why I don't want to do that. Like, I want to be honest with myself. But when I say it, when you say it, I'm like, Ugh. What if you're wrong? What if I'm wrong? 
Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Yeah, you lead us through, please. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Lord, for uh, the great mercy that you offer us, the great mercy extended to us for those times when we are wrong, for those times when we do the wrong, when we uh, turn from you. Thank you for accepting our contrition and bringing us back to fullness, redeeming and restoring us in your love and in your grace. Thank you, Lord, for being with us uh, in the times when we're wrong uh, about the way we think, the times when we're wrong about uh, what we expect or, or who we think we are or you are or our neighbor is. Help us to recognize those moments to acknowledge them, to seek your forgiveness, and to accept it. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So in this second half, um, we're going to have a confession. Is that right? <laughs> Just kidding. We would not record that. <laughs> Yeah, you could confess to me. Yeah, well, there I mean, you go. Give, That's, there's no you seal there. Yeah, but it wouldn't be secret. <laughs> All right, so that's not what we're doing. So what? Uh, we are wrong. What's that mean for us? What does it mean? Well, just now when we were praying, I realized something that I've been wrong about. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna like share it with everyone right now. Oh. Well, yeah, that's good. But that's good I did. And it's actually a good thing. You know, like I realize that. I know that intellectually. But my heart really needs to fall into place with that. Mm -hmm. And so that just happened for me in prayer. Like I realized, oh, I'm wrong about this. And just as soon as I could realize I'm wrong, it's like a relief. Like, oh, good. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't really want that anyway. Or I was actually really believing something in a state of fear mm -hmm. and that's not right yeah wow awesome well good thanks for sharing that's that news. i used to cry when my sister would critique my music mm. even though i would ask her to critique my music with every new song that i wrote <laughs> Like every time, it was like my formula for writing songs, which I did a lot growing up. And so I'd be, when I was a teenager, I'd like write a song, I'd work on it, and then I'd show Deanna. <laughs> so that you could cry? No, it was just like, it was like I knew I needed the feedback. Yeah. I think she has an excellent ear for mm -hmm. music. She knows me and the way that I want to express myself very well. Mm -hmm. So she was a good person to critique my songs. Plus, you know, like we were homeschooled, so we were always she was always around. <laughs> Fewer other people to ask. <laughs> yeah. And so uh I would just I would ask her to critique my songs. I'd be like, be be real with me. Tell me the truth. And every single time. <laughs> 
As soon as she would start giving her opinion, I would start crying. Was there ever a time where like she starts and you start crying, but all she says is good things? Um, no, she's she has critical critical mind in a good way. Like yeah. she's able to point out the things that could be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so and so she would just, you know, jump right into that. And it would make it would really make the songs better. I remember there's one piece in particular, which I still play sometimes. Uh it's called How I'd Like to Be. Mm. And it yeah. needed it needed like an like an intro, like an instrumental hook. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't I knew it needed something, but I wasn't sure what. And she's like, I really think it needs like something more on the piano. And I just remember being like, uh <laughs> you asked. I brought it to like my piano teacher and he's like, Yeah, definitely. He helped me like figure something out. And then it's like it's a song that I've been playing for like, I don't know, 10, 20 years now. And so it worked. But um, yeah, but the thing is like she knew, Deanna knew I would be I was gonna cry. And she so she's like very rational. We're like, look like twins, but actually don't act like it. <laughs> I should say, some have said our personalities are like night and day. So, um, yeah, it was just a thing that would happen. So she's like, I, okay, I know you're going to cry. And I'd be like, it's because I do this every time. She's like, I realize. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad, though. Keep telling me. She's like, okay. <laughs> And then later, I'm like, thank you so much for that great advice. <laughs> the song is better. Thank you for making me cry. <laughs> so in that, in that case, like, I was, I was wrong in the sense of, like, I needed something, something more to the song. The song wasn't complete yet, right? Like, my, mm-hmm. my first idea wasn't my best idea. Right. And yet, that was a good thing in the long run. It just, it's still kind of stunned. But mm-hmm. in the end, like, I couldn't laugh about it through my tears. <laughs> Families. Families are never wrong. Families are sometimes really wrong. Yeah. Most of my siblings are wrong. Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. I hear. love you. I just happen to be the eldest, so. Yeah. <laughs> families are messed up sometimes, though. Absolutely. Like in the Bible. Not all of the families in the Bible, but. um. Many. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of tough. I mean, I guess all of them are because they all need like salvation besides like the Holy Family. But then God saved them in advance. So we're all in this together. Amen. Uh, I wanted to talk about one of those families in the Bible. Yeah, sure. And how they're kind of messed up and kind of wrong, but it turned out great. Oops. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Okay. So first of all, Tobit, the book of Tobit. Yeah, excellent one. Yeah. Can you think of any of the characters in the book of Tobit? Tobit? Yes. Tobiah? His, yeah, his son. Yeah. Yeah. Who does he marry? One of, oh, um, I don't, I, I can't, I can't think Tobiah of. Tobiah and his wife. It's like a really popular biblical name. It's the name of one of our daughters, my daughters. <laughs> a lot of jokes. Sarah. <laughs> Yeah. Although he spells Sarah's name differently, but yeah. yeah. And then one of? One of uh, the archangels. Mm-hmm. Also, our child is named after this this archangel, but it's his middle name. Ah. Jamal starts with an R. 
Well, that narrows it down <laughs> quite a bit. I was, I was going between, but yeah, Raphael. Or Raphael. Or Raphael. Raphael. We say Raphael. Raphael. Do we I have thought, the image? I thought... Um, I thought it was Tobias. Is there? Is, is there? Are you dropping the S? No, just Tobiah. Tobiah. I thought there was an S at the end. No, Tobias is from the book series Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're thinking of. Well, we're saying Ra- Raphael, and yeah, I'm like maybe I just uh, kept the S on. It's like Selena, Salinas. You know, sometimes you have the S for like emphasis. Okay, well here's Raphael. <laughs> here's a picture. Yeah. Yeah, this is from Christian Kristen Brown who yeah. is sometimes goes by the title photographer of saints. She has saintsproject.org. Awesome stuff. Um, yeah. David, maybe after a while, after you're done showing that image, you could just double check for me that it is saintsproject.org where her website is to be found. And just let me know. Give me like a thumbs up. Um, she is an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. And so she takes photos of her friends or others who know she knows and then she turns it into this fine art um and makes images of the saints um, yeah. and so this one of saint Raphael, i love remember when we were at the parish in el paso mm-hmm. with the same name but they said they said raphael raphael yeah, yeah. Raphael. Uh, it's the saints project.org okay. the saints project.org yeah, so you can beautiful, find her, beautiful things find other work there, and make purchases of prints. You're up there, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I wasn't gonna get into that. Well, now that you mention it, you might. You see were wrong me as a saint. Um, I was was wrong to so leave that out because that's important. <laughs> okay, the story though, Sarah. Okay, Sarah's family. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't understand, like, until just as I was preparing for this episode, mm-hmm. kind of the psychological trauma that was happening. Makes sense. She was like, Chris, with the demon, and six of her husbands died on their wedding night on, with her consecutively. And so um, I could say they feel a little traumatized. A little. And so, uh, so then Tobit's son, Tobiah... Meet Sarah, and they get married. Right. Raphael Number seven. helps. Right. Yeah, Raphael helps them to meet, mm-hmm. and so that he's like patron of travelers, the blind, happy meetings, and Christian marriage. Yeah, that's what Kristen Brown said about him. Oh, nice on her website. Yeah. So, so he he helps them meet, but then on their wedding night, this is crazy. Like what the father-in-law does. So I want to to um, read his prayer after a while, but let me just set this up. So first, he, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this the, part. The father-in-law. So, yeah, so Sarah's dad. Okay, yeah. Okay, so he's gonna. He's the father-in-law now mm-hmm. of Tobiah. Mm-hmm. He, like, he sees them off in their wedding. They, like, retire for the night, and then he gets his servants to dig up a grave. Uh- <clears throat> and he says... Listen to this. Perhaps this is, I'm I'm quoting this. Perhaps Tobiah will die. That, okay, I'm just gonna stop there. That's tragic. Perhaps Tobiah will die. Super tragic. Okay, but then what he says about it? This is crazy. Then we would be a laughing stock and an object of mockery. 
Like, he's not concerned for Tobiah. Very little concern he's for whether he lives. That everyone will laugh. So he says, so he has him dig the grave in the middle of the night. So that the people don't notice. So people don't notice. Oh. After digging the grave, then he says, send one of the maids in to see whether he is alive. Sending them into their bridal chamber on their wedding night. Rude. Man, this family. Well, I mean, if six deaths already. Okay, but come on. Right, still. Let the man die in peace. <laughs> yeah, are you can explain the lead up here, or are we... Uh, we're assuming everyone's read this. No, why? Why? What are we missing? Did, did you? Oh, did you already talk? Maybe you already said it about how all the previous people. Yeah, died? I mentioned that six. Oh, six yeah. of her husbands. She she was married six times, and on her wedding night, everyone died. Yeah, each of them died. Each of them died. Ah, okay. But she was afflicted with a demon, so. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, the dad's concerned about this because he, the people are going to make fun of him. Um, he says, send one of the maids in to see whether he is alive. If he has died, let us bury him without anyone knowing about it. Okay. He's not even going to have a funeral for this kid or anything. Just don't tell anyone. Just act like it never happened. You think about like people who are like, man, I'm just, you know, I'm nervous to like choose my career because one of my parents are going to (laughs) think, you know, or like my girlfriend's parents, they just really don't believe in me. This is extreme. This... Bury him so no one sees. Bury him so that no one can see. Okay, they sent the maid in. They sent the maid, lit a lamp. Well, I guess they know they're coming. Like, lights on. (laughs) (laughs) Open the bedroom door. She went in and found them sleeping together. I mean, that's a good idea. I think they meant like they were asleep. Asleep. Yes, they were asleep. The maid came out, but that's what it says in the Bible. I'm quoting this. The maid came out and told them that Tobiah was alive and nothing was wrong. Okay, so I want to... Let's go to the prayer. David, if you could pull up the prayer from Regal, who is the dad of Sarah. Let's listen to what he says. This is kind of hilarious, but also beautiful. Can you read it? Oh, I thought you were going to read it. Yeah, I was going to, but then I don't actually have the words, so Uh, I think it's meant to be. I was wrong. All right. Blessed are you, for you have made me happy. What I feared did not happen. Rather, you have dealt with us according to your abundant mercy. Blessed are you, for you have shown mercy toward two only children. Grant them, Master, mercy and protection, and bring their lives to fulfillment with happiness and mercy. Then Raguel told his servants to fill in the grave before dawn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tobit 8, 16 through 18. That's really moving right up until the end. Is that like we don't need it anymore? Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick. We don't want quick, anybody to... people see us dug a grave, <laughs> fill it in. He's all about the public appearance. <laughs> Plant some flowers on there too. Quick. Make, make them bloom. There's, there's a lot of humility that Raguel um, shows there, right? In that prayer to, prayer to the Lord. You know, what, what's he saying? I'm, I'm thankful that this didn't come to pass. Yeah, he says, it, it's uh, what I feared did not happen, yeah. which I think is a beautiful prayer. And, yeah. I, and I, I reference that very often, but 
Yeah. Against the backdrop of the story, seeing it in new shades of color. Right. Right. No, but I mean that that really does. Um, that's that's a that's a lot of humility that that takes to be able to to recognize that and to admit that, say that to the Lord, and to ask for blessings on this new possibility that like you yeah. didn't even foresee. But also, hey, look, we've we've got this public phase. Make sure you fill in that grave <laughs> before dawn. So he's getting. He's still he's still got some room for growth. Right. Yeah. But you know, I was thinking actually as you were proclaiming the word just now, David, is that. You know, maybe when he said it didn't, what I feared did not happen. Um, maybe that even goes beyond, like, like he was afraid. I don't know. There's like, there's like layers of it because he mm-hmm. was afraid about the public appearance, right? Yeah. But but his prayer is not about that. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. prayer is about these children, yeah. his daughter, um, Tobiah, and like how God is being so merciful. And so it's beautiful to see like his heart change. Yeah. And obviously it's like a progression. Mm -hmm. He's on a journey. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I, I, I do, I do believe that it's, it's great to be wrong when what you're wrong about is something you're afraid of. Absolutely. It's great to be able to admit that you were wrong and that, that it was good that you're wrong. Yeah. yeah. It didn't happen to me as I feared. What what I feared did not happen. And um, I'm thinking about in, in, in our story um, how I was, I mean, I was wrong about David. I'm thinking about the text messages. David used to start out like every morning. Like this was right. This was before we even started dating. He would send me like a message like this peppy Greet the day. What a beautiful morning this is to praise the Lord. It was like just one line. Always short, the same sweet. or was it no, different? No, different every day. Awesome. The sun is shining and God's good, like, etc. And I remember thinking like, how many people is he sending these messages to? Because <laughs> it wasn't a group text, but I was like, this has got to be like, these are like well, Like the list. first 20 minutes of well, his day. It's a little different than <laughs> Father Matt's. Sorry, it took me so long to get back to you. <laughs> I had a different formula. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a nicer formula to have. <laughs> it's a little proactive, actually. Yeah. What would that be like? <laughs> I was uh, I was getting, you know, just relearning my faith at yeah. that time. So I was uh, I was really excited. Yeah. That's so good. That's beautiful. And no, I just I really did. I thought it was he was just like because again, I just thought like nobody's that nice. So like, what's going on? <laughs> But I was wrong. I was wrong. He was, and he was, it turns, out, it turns out he was just sending that to me. So it was really kind. Um, and and then with you, I mean, uh, sorry, I want to laugh just because I like laughing at you, but I'm just trying to be serious. Um, okay. You'll end up laughing. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, you from the start mm-hmm. helped me realize that I was wrong about my fear, yeah. about like men, but also not just men, but like life, how life was. And for me, like the way that men were, like how, what are guys like, you know, this is when I'm like just an early teen mm-hmm. um, and trying to figure out like who I am as a woman, how, how I interact with the opposite sex, like what, 
what love is about like is love beautiful or not basically yeah um you know i had a, i had a lot of fears around that i had fears of being objectified and 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 in moreover fears like that's all that life was about it was like using mm-hmm. another person and so the way that you interacted with me treated me like since the time that we were kids like really helped me realize like I was wrong about those fears and that that's the first time I distinctly remember thinking like maybe I'm wrong and and feeling so excited to, to be, be wrong. wrong yeah so for anyone who is listening today Eddie yeah uh father Matt um what's okay to be wrong it's okay. Uh, whether it's um, like me at the beginning, bumbling over uh, a, a half of a, a <clears throat> <laughs> words right now, or at the beginning, um, uh, you know, if if I would have tried to do this, I, I would have failed at that too. Um, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to look foolish. It's okay to acknowledge that uh, you didn't do it right. That's one piece that's that's so important. And 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 of course, every time we do that in our faith, God is right there with us to forgive mm-hmm. us, uh, to help us to heal and to grow um, into something more, so that we can understand that all the better. And also, it's good when we're wrong about those things. Uh, that are harmful to us. Mm-hmm. It's good when we're wrong about, um, you know, seeing only hatred in the world or only violence or only people manipulating us. That's not the truth. There is good and loveness, goodness and love uh, around us all the time. God is always around us. And it's wonderful to be wrong when we fail to see that. That's right. We'd like to thank the Congregation of Holy Cross, Father Matt's religious order, for, wow, so many things. Um, I just started thinking about all their missions across the world. There's a lot of, a lot of good work that we do. Yeah. yeah. And for, for allowing this to be part of that Absolutely. mission. Thank you also to those of you who are watching and to those of you who are supporting, especially those who are supporting as Amanda Vernon patrons. Thank you. If you would like to become an Amanda Vernon patron to receive rewards every week, such as scripture reflections from me or a new song every Sunday, visit amandavernon.com patron. May Almighty God bless you. May you recognize when you are wrong and delight in what is right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.